You're listening to The Tool Belt, a manufacturing podcast focusing on logistics, safety, operations, and breaking industry news. everyone welcome to ask a plant manager a new series from the tool belt podcast i'm anna townsend managing editor of plant services and with me is joe kuhn consultant author youtube influencer and plant services columnist if you haven't read joe's amazing leadership columns you can listen to him here in this quick hitting series where he's going to consider uh commonplace scenarios facing our industry so, hey, Joe, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I, I like that introduction. It makes me sound like I'm busy here in uh, retirement. I think you are. We appreciate <laughs> your time today. Um, so my question for you today has to do with finances and budgeting. Um, you know, it's often the linchpin of many business decisions, whether it should be or not. So for this facility, our maintenance and reliability department needs to cut the budget by 10%. Um, you know, how do we evaluate what and where to cut? Where do we start or where and how do most facilities find waste to cut in their reliability and maintenance programs? Yeah, a great question and one that I I would be surprised if um, <laughs> any maintenance organization has not faced this question. So the first thing I like to understand is why the request for a 10 percent reduction Sometimes it's business critical. Okay, got it. Sometimes it's just to kind of motivate people into improvement, kind of feel stagnant, not making improvement the last few years. And it's kind of just a motivational tool to say we need to improve. Okay. And I think it's important which one of those uh, that it is. I'll address it from a standpoint of, hey, the business needs this. You got to cut 10%. What would I do? First thing I would do is I'd get the leadership together uh, of the maintenance department, maybe your reliability engineers, if you have any engineering people in your plant, a couple thought leaders, innovators, maybe a couple like a lead planner or planner, supervisor, you know, uh, just that group of people and just say, okay, guys, 10%. Okay, let's first have a review of where our money's being spent. You know, because if you get 10%, you know, 10% of a million dollars means you need $100,000. So we're looking for $100,000. So you got to look at where the where the big pieces of, of um, expenditures. Uh, a lot of people, it begins with labor. Uh, there's also some uh, materials like motors, gearboxes, chains, things like that. Then there's also supplies. Those are kind of the big three. Some plants have a lot of contractor support. So it's external spend. Okay. So kind of look at each slice of the pie and say, okay, this is where, based on our experience, our collective decision, we think it's in materials and we think it's in contractors. Okay, that's what we want to do. That's the start. Okay. Now, if you listen to me at all, read any of my stuff, (laughs) I say supplement that with observation. Okay, so let's go out. Okay, let's deep dive into our materials. Let's deep dive into our contractor spend. What's that contract look like? Are there other options out there? That's where I would go. You know, uh, with if it's labor, 
look at overtime. One of the uh, premium things that you'll find in observation is like, hey, we're working, say, 15% overtime. Well, who approves that overtime and did we need to work it? Very often in plants, overtime is spent on things that are not critical. You know, it's like, hey, production said we need to repair this, uh, this, um, you know, gearbox system. But do they actually need that equipment or do they have a workaround for that equipment? And you can work it on straight time tomorrow or straight time the day after that. So really having an approval process for overtime quite often reduces the overtime need 20, 40, 50 percent. So that's a, um, a, a good step. Another thing that I like doing is specifically around, uh, you know, um, contractor spend, external services coming in is pull them in. Pull, you know, if it's somebody that erects scaffolding for you to do jobs, just as an example, we did a lot of that. But pull in that scaffolding supplier and say, hey, we need to cut costs by 10%. What are your ideas? Anything that you can do, increase risk or something like that to uh, change the way uh, we work with you? What are we doing as a company? When I send you a request to erect scaffolding, what makes us difficult to deal with? And I had a good example of that one. I, you know, I was just thought of that example here, but uh, this company needed a place to store all their scaffolding. And we made them come in and, and uh, unload it and, and uh, erect it and then get out within a certain time window. Well, we said, why are we doing that? Why don't we let them store the equipment here? you know, on certain levels of the equipment, we'll let you store it here. And they reduced our cost quite a bit. So my main message is once you identify four or five levers, it could be contractor spend, could be overtime, could be materials, decide how you're going to observe, go out and see, you know, are like uh, an example would be motors. Say you have a high motor cost. That's, that's 10% of your total uh, expenditure expenditure is on motors. Well, go to the people that repair your motors, go to the people that lube the motors and say, okay, what are we doing that's causing uh, some of these failures? And you may find that you can prevent 25, 30% of those failures by going in, in into the details and saying, how are we doing maintenance? I know we have a check mark on a PM that said we did the PM, but are we doing the PM? Talk to the person doing the PM. What do they see? How can we improve that? Go and see always 100% of the plants that I've worked with and 100% of the plants that I've been in myself, 100% of the time, observation changes the actions I was going to take. And most of the time, those actions can be implemented for free and in under 30 days. OK, so that's what I would do. I'd get the troops together, get the people together. Let's brainstorm. Let's come up with four or five leverage points. Decide how we're going to see reality with observation. OK, the other thing I would do is I'd add in if you got a large external spend, like with vendors doing things for you or contractors coming in, sit down with them and see what they could do for you. Specifically ask the question, how can we be a better customer of your services that can turn into a lower cost? Those things have worked for me very well in the past. Great. Thanks, Joe. I, I like where you started 
and kind of asking the question why and whether this is sort of a hard stop business decision or if there's um, other motivational factors behind that. I think that's obviously going to play into what you do in the long run. Um, but as always, uh, great quick advice and stuff that I think people can take home right away and apply at their facility. Um, so, Joe, thanks for your insights. You know, to our listeners, if you guys have any questions, feel free to send those in to us and we'll see if we can have Joe answer them. Um, but Joe Kuhn, it has been a pleasure. Thanks for being here. It was it was fun. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thanks also to our listeners. Again, I'm Anna Townsend with Plant Services. And tune in next time for Ask a Plant Manager with Joe Kuhn. Thank you.